0: In this mic check one two one,
1: one two. two there we go
0: but alan you, you saw the intro talk I saw it. first it's
1: of fine. all let's talk about the intro guy dog fire 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 Ooh. all the way i was over here bobbing my head <laughs> on <doing> the drum <laughs> beat show. this is yes, all good sir. for me yes, sir.
0: hey folks welcome team no sleep is in the building we uh we are sir. here uh I'm, I'm james hicks i'm with my man mr montel allen we are kicking it off tonight it's our pilot episode So let's see see how it goes. I'm 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 kind of already in a in a a slightly disheveled mood because of behind (laughs) me. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute too. So so folks, check it out. Team No Sleep. Me and my man Martell. We're gonna be talking about sports, talking about current news, current events, all the updates happening, not just football
1: not just and how, it all, and how it all intertwines with each other how it all causes coincide and yes. coexist with each other Absolutely. yes sir right so so not, not just what's happening
0: on the field on the pitch on the court whatever but again everything from a societal and a cultural perspective there's a lot of things happening outside of the game that are affecting uh society and and a lot of these stars within each sport are talking about that we're talking about it and we're going to bring those conversations up so Bear with us, work with us, we're going to grow this. We think this really is going to have some value in terms of just having an entertaining discussion. Enjoy the ride. We are actually going to be opening up the broadcast studio. So if you want to come on camera or come just on audio and join us and be part of the show, I'm going to shoot the link out in a second. So you can have your turn to, I'm not going to say Monday morning quarterback, because I think that's that's already a trademark. Term, but just uh, be your own sports pundit as well and come online with us while we while we break it down. Does that make sense?
1: Yes sir. Boom boom one two knockout let's go.
0: Um, all right so let, let's let's start I see we, we, we got some folks tuning in so we appreciate y'all and shout out for joining. I'm gonna take a little sip because NFL we got also oh, we gonna talk sports let's talk about let's talk about uh, football playoff time a lot of games already then 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 gone down today we had some some interesting outcomes happening Right, uh, I think some of the games were almost a. Uh, uh, we knew what was going to happen. Think about the Saints, right? I, mean, I was watching the Saints, and you, you can never bet on uh, against Drew Brees. You you, you know he's going to do his thing, right? So so you knew he was going to take down the Bears, but you you want the Bears to win too. But you knew what was going to happen tonight when when you got Drew yeah, Brees back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. He, I mean, you know, he's a classic vet. He knows how to prepare for this this moment. And you got to think it's contrast of two teams, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Trubisky, young quarterback, first time in, questionable, questionable leadership and talent as he's been throughout this his career so far. Going to a, a you know his first playoff game, jitters, nervous, yeah. and going against Drew Brees, who's a, who's a season seasoned vet, who's already been to the Super Bowl and who has a, a high caliber team. You already knew what was going to happen in that game. That game you kind of could, kind of could tell the story, tell tell the ending already from the beginning yeah um and that's something amazing was gonna happen um, <laughs> j- just like yesterday's game I think which is probably the, the shocker was the Rams beating Seattle
0: man what happened to your boy Wilson and where was the you know
1: the 12 at where where Mr Ma- Mr Metcalf met Mr. Ramsey and got shut down that's what happened oh, um man. unfortunately I mean he, he he put the clamps on him. I think the Rams game plan was was excellent. For some reason, Russell just looks he looked rattled. I mean, they just like that game plan didn't work, they didn't know what to do, and everything for the Rams did work. I mean, think about this for the Rams. I mean, it must have been the stars must be in the line. Your starting quarterback goes down, he has surgery the week before. Yeah. Your yeah. backup quarterback starts, he gets knocked out of the game in the first you, five
0: you, minutes. Yeah,
1: first five, and then your quarter, your other quarterback that was hurt, they just got off a of surgery, comes in and orchestrates a win for you. I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Rams co- hit staff and their coaching staff. I love their offense. I've been praising their offense forever because I just like the way uh, I I don't I don't want to mispronounce exactly. the coach's name. Yeah, McFay. Yeah, he's just man on point. His team was on point. They were focused. Their defense did everything they were supposed to do, and Seattle did everything they couldn't do. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't throw the ball. Russell couldn't buy any time. Um, and, you know, kudos to the Rams, man. But, I mean, I think that was the number one shocker. If you are playing your parlay at the Indy Casino this week, that's the one that lost everybody <laughs> their money. Let's be honest with you.
0: No, that, that, Let's that's just true. keep it real.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: and I've, I've been a fan of the Rams and the Chargers just for the team perspective ever since Hard Knocks, right, because mm-hmm. they, they were the ones that were featured on that and, and what, what Coach McVay has, has instilled in, into that team. Uh, the way they get down, the way they go about their business, uh, was, was impressive. But your, I right, admit that to have, to have a boy come in just after having that thumb surgery and then to come yeah. in and do what they needed to do against the, uh, Seahawks uh, against the yeah. Carroll team.
1: Man. Yeah, yeah. See and that de- Seahawks defense is just horrible. I mean, I, yeah. I I I didn't want to believe it all year, but they just played. Yeah, they yeah, they were exposed. They're the legend of boo. They're <laughs> legend of boo <Boo-Boo> boo <laughs> right now. <laughs> they was at home, man. But I mean they, they played. They I mean, you know, they're all professionals. I know they're good. I I just think and, and at the NFL, you know, you can tell love, it's all about schemes. Your schemes. Yeah. You know, I think Rams had the perfect scheme in place. And I think seahawks the way it looked like they thought they were just going to come in and just steamroll those guys and there was another thing coming they got popped in the mouth and they didn't know how to react um yeah. kind of just like a fight you know you don't know what's gonna happen until you get hit they got hit and they didn't know how to react and they went down period well,
0: and that the more scrappy you are right i think you're, you're going to you're just going to go at it like you had nothing to lose Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what I think about the Bills, right? Because look, again, you want you, you want your boy Phillip Rivers. I mean, been around. He's 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 got the mm-hmm. records. He's been throwing bombs. Uh yeah. he can throw that mm-hmm. football 80, 80 yards, but they came up short by they lost by three points down at the mm-hmm. very last minute. But then Buffalo Bills.
1: Man, oh, I think um the Colts. Colts are on the right move. I mean, they did they did everything right. Yeah. And they did everything good. Bills just did it a little bit better. And I feel sorry. I, well, I should say I feel sorry. The dude's a millionaire. I don't feel sorry for none of them, Do They all making money. But I'm saying I, I, I do understand for, from a competitive standpoint, I feel sorry for for Phillip Rivers that he wasn't able to get over that hump yeah. being with the Colts. But, I mean, I think he has them going in the right direction. I don't think they're missing any pieces. I'm going to be perfectly honest That game could have – if you would have get that game five more minutes, it could have went to the Colts then you know, they got yeah. the ball one more time and one more, it would have been the coach win. It, it just fell into Josh Allen. I think it's Josh Allen's in, 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 in their year at the Bills yeah. because they've been playing that way solid all year, doing everything they're supposed to do right. They got to this point. They were to get over the hump and win. Now we're going to see the real test next week when they play. But, I mean, I'm excited, man. I mean, as far as from a football standpoint, it's it's nice to see the young guns kind of taking the reins. Yeah, Josh yeah. Allen's is taking over and all that other good stuff. So man, I think uh, the Bills got something. To, they got something to say for the next couple of years. Yeah, the, going. Josh, Josh can uh, throw that ball. Uh,
0: he's yeah. tough out there, man. Too, and we got to be tough to play play in New York and play for the Bills. <laughs> but, you know that that Bills mafia don't play. So uh, yeah, I I almost wish just that game in particular. I wish that they hadn't gone for the whole. For the touchdown on that last play, they should have either try to just try it, just just be, be, not be comfortable, not be content, but just be what had
1: the highest ratio of uh, of possibility of uh, continuing the game
0: instead of just going but, the
1: long, long, long bomb. But. but but you know, but you know the cardinal rule: if you're in the, and if you're in the opponent's backyard and you got a chance to go win it, you're gonna win it. You don't That's go for true. the time So I think that that old school mentality set in. I mean the way Rivers was playing, why not? I mean they were they were they were it wasn't like they weren't moving the ball on the Bills. They, they kept moving the ball. They kept doing what they had to do. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I would, that's, a, that's a coin flip. Do I go for the safe bet and go on overtime <laughs> and play longer? or I'm like, "Look, let's go for the gusto and let's see if we can put these dudes away and move on to the next round." Mm-hmm. Um I think I think that's, you know, throw your chips in, and, you know, throw all your chips in and let's go. That I think is. they threw all the chips. I think they threw the chips in and they just they just fell a little bit short. So, but I think I think Philip Rivers will be back next year. I don't think he's gonna retire no time soon. What? I think the, I don't think he's retiring. I think Phillips gonna come back one more year. I mean, man, man what what they putting in the water with him and Brady? Man, them dudes are probably gonna play to like fifty five <laughs> years old because the skills aren't diminishing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going nowhere.
0: Good, yeah. You know, good truth, good truth, and good segue to uh, Tom Brady, Tampa Brady. However, he's coined the whole name of the city now because the. Nothing like the Buccaneers being in the playoffs. That don't even sound right coming out of mouth. The Tampa now, Bay Buccaneers are back in a division game.
1: Man, I mean, what can Brady? Brady is ageless, homie. I mean, he's yeah, just—he's yeah. just. I mean, he can. If you get a man time, he can surgically de- de- just pick apart any defense. The question is, giving him time. Now this week they were able to. I know Alex Kappa, the the starting center, he b- broke his ankle, so he won't be back this next week. Okay. So I think this coming up, this coming up week game, it may, it may be a different story for him. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if they if the Bucs are able to figure out how to give Brady time, there's no defense in the NFL that he can't surgically pull a pick apart. That's a trip, right? Because you you think about it. All this time you've got all the,
0: all these players you got all these valuable you got these weapons you got all these assets but it it really is driven by the quarterback right either experience or just being able the seat of fields understand the game slow down the the tempo those kind of things you're right brady's 85 years old right now <laughs> and, and he's yeah. out there you know he, he don't run right he, he's you mm-hmm. he saw his 40 time when, when he was at the combine that's that's yeah. not his talent but yeah he can read a defense like nobody else. He got a hard count, and he can uh, he he can pick up them short slant passes. And you know, not he's got Antonio Brown, he's got yep. his boy Gronk back with him. Uh, yep. I mean, he, he's got all Evans, these Mike Evans. He Mike got Mike Evans.
1: Evans. He got Ronnie got Jones it. in the backfield. Come on. Man. I think I think with them, with them, it's all about. And I don't even think it starts with Brady. I think it starts with the offensive line. If that offensive line can protect. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then the game's over with. I think for whoever they're playing, their, their opponent. I don't think they don't really even need a running game with Brady because he's so he's so good at picking people apart and finding the open man. That yeah. they just need to be able to give him time. And we saw all the games they lost this year; he had no time. When those when teams are blitzing him and he can't get and he doesn't have any time, that's when the Bucks are in trouble. But when he has time, he shreds everybody in the NFL apart. No disrespect to no secondaries, no disrespect to no linebacker core, no disrespect to no defensive coordinator. But let's give let's you know let's give the man his flowers while he's while he's while he's playing, you know he's he's one of the goats, man. It you can't, can't can't argue it.
0: Can't take it away. He's got six rings. He's gonna have. He's he's, he's gonna get another one before he <laughs> finally hangs up the cleats. But uh, he he's got six, and and that, you cannot take that away from him. Absolutely. Uh, Ravens, Baltimore. They did mm-hmm. look something. Well, you, you kind of hope they would. Mm-hmm. Lamar out there trying to trying to do some things and and, and not have that. Uh, you know, he he, he is Mister. Mr. Madden's sports right now. You you would hope that they would continue on with something.
1: Yeah, you know, to I me, mean? Lamar is, a, is is interesting. Um, and this is my my take, and I look at I look at it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Lamar, what's funny? Lamar had a big year last year where he was you know considered MVP and doing all those things, and everybody was like, "Oh, this guy's going to be amazing." And this year, he's not as successful. And it's not the, not a discredit to Lamar; it's a credit to defensive coordinators in the NFL. They figured out ways how to slow him down. And 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 make him polish up on the, on the things he needs to work on, which is being able to throw out of the pocket because those lanes aren't going to be there all the time when they put a fast linebacker or a safety, sp- you know, a, a spying you. He needs to be able to learn to be able to read defenses more and not re- rely on his athletic ability every time he plays the game. I think mean, that's the difference between him and Mahomes. Mahomes is able to recognize and does the homework and doesn't rely on his natural ability. He relies on what he sees. Where Lamar has been so gifted and so blessed, where his his athleticism has been able to just take him places no one even know you know i mean just to to almost to the mvp to be honest with you or to the mvp yeah um but i think this year they caught it caught up with him. but but i do believe with these things you know great athletes learn to adjust as they got better he's now he's starting he's hitting his stride now going into these playoffs he's starting to figure out what they're doing doing to him and making other things happen i believe that baltimore needs to get i mean i think they need to add a few more pieces i don't think they're quite gonna get over the hump to get to the super bowl yet i could be wrong but um Lamar Lamar is here to stay, and that kind of dynamic quarterback is here to stay, which I'm happy.
0: Yeah, you know? it's it's kind of kind of back to the old big days, right? I'm, yes. And, and it's also you talk about Mahomes, it's the multi-sport quarterbacks, right? The ones mm-hmm. who probably could have gone into and played baseball, professional mm-hmm. baseball, or whatever the case may be, but they've got those skills, right? You, you see mm-hmm. Mahomes make some some circus passes and laterals and whatever. The yeah. Case may be. Not everybody can do that. And yeah. those are the quarterbacks that are I think are, that we're seeing flourish right now in this new
1: game. Yeah, yeah. I think the the, the game is just, I mean, since it's a it's a pretty much an RPO runner pass mm-hmm. type of lead now, because the running back is a little bit less obsolete. I wouldn't say he's obsolete because you need a running game to, to sustain your win when you get it when you get a big lead. But I believe the way the game is being played, you have to have that dynamic quarterback to be able to do things in buy times. So don't get me wrong, there's guys that can, like the Brady's and the, the Rivers, that they're so good and so precise, they don't have to. But that's aging out. Sure. That's not the college game anymore. That's not the high school game anymore. Those guys are aging out. And those guys, I hate to say it, it's kind of like a dinosaur. Those guys aren't, aren't around as much. It's now the year of the, of the Jacksons, the, the mobile, yeah. fast quarterback that can make all kinds of moves and make all kinds of reads and do different things. And, there's, and like I said, the difference between Mahomes and Jackson, Jackson's athletic ability is probably far above Mahomes. But Mahomes, I think football IQ is that much far ahead of Jackson's. When it comes yeah. to reading different schemes and, and, and schemes and defenses, and also you know you have the, the weapons that are around him, I think Mahomes is very familiar with all his weapons. Yep. Jackson is still in the process of getting familiar he, with his. He's still learning. He's still learning, but but again
0: yes. those guys can can sit in the pocket. They can read read the defense. They, they again they can slow the game down, and, and those mm-hmm. folks that don't get don't they don't get frazzled by. When you got someone like Endemic and Dominic Sue coming coming at you full mm-hmm. on steam or clear <laughs> pack coming coming for your head, right? You, you, you got to be able to adjust to those, to those kind of things. to one of them Watt brothers, right? One, he you know, is. Jay, I, or I, I, the TJ. One of them Watt brothers coming at you, you know. Yeah.
1: And it's funny because we were talking about it earlier when we were talking about Cam. Cam Cam was that guy. Cam yeah. was that was that guy that we, we we all loved in North Carolina when he was in Carolina. The things that the dynamic things he's been to do. But again, like you said. His the way his game was dynamic wasn't able to slow the game down for him. Now let's not knock it. Now Cam to Cam's defense, he he's been beat up every year because they let him hit him. They let they let mm-hmm. guys hit him for no reason all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the shoulder the shoulder surgery didn't help him at all. Um, wow. And I believe and I believe you know Cam's Cam's demeanor can corrupt some people off the wrong way. You know the way he the way he is kind of his character. The way he, the way he presents himself is right. not acceptable by everybody. But I think skill-wise and skill set, it showed this year that his skills have diminished some. Um, he's not the same Cam that we used to be able to do. I, I'm hoping it's just a Belichick thing, his system that that, uh, that that limit him. But I don't think so. I think Cam's skills set has diminished. I mean, when you go into games and he play, he starts a whole game and he's only throwing for 79 yards. That's that's a problem in the NFL. That's yeah. not an NFL quarterback quality kind of quarterback. Um, and I hope, hope the man lands on his feet somewhere coming into next year. But I believe it's the, the game is starting to pass Cam by. You know, you got to be a uh, – you have to be a Lamar Jackson. You can't be a Cam Newton. But you have to be a Lamar Jackson in order to be impressive in the lead right now.
0: Yeah, and I, and I, I think along those lines, I think, if, again, he hasn't fully healed up, right, from from all of yep, those. yep. Mm-hmm. The, he puts his body you – know, on them short this short uh third and goal or whatever those those instances where he's actually running the ball, he, he's literally going in there trying to take all that contact. He he's not skating it, right? He he's yeah, got yeah. his shoulders square and going down. So that you can't do that if you're the quarterback. Get the get the ball to, you, to your to your running yeah. back, full yeah. back, right, somebody else
1: Yeah. Uh, you can yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, and let's be real, the, the one tackle you can't escape is Father Tom. Well Father Tom got his eyes on you, brother Man, you you, you know you you ain't get you ain't breaking
0: that
1: tackle, <laughs> yeah, and, and y'all. And I, I wonder,
0: and I'm wondering, and I'm not, I don't know, right? But I, I just wonder if mm-hmm. he's taken as good care of himself physically and, and nutritionally, right? So, you know, we talk about Brady, right? We know Brady mm-hmm. doesn't eat anything except uh. Grass and you know it, his his diet is completely clean. It, it's completely regimented in terms of the things that he eats. Right, he he's mm-hmm. focused on that. He trains that whole TV12 mentality. I, I, I've been to Boston. I kind of seen kind of some of the stuff behind what he incorporates into those programs. I, I, again, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm just being a pundit here, just trying to make some noise, yeah. bring, bring out some some comments, and see if that'll happen. But. I just don't know if some of these other cats are, are doing it to that level and that degree. Yeah, he's probably he's reading the book. He knows the play, playbook forward and backwards. He can do all that stuff, but taking care of himself in, internally, uh,
1: I, I just don't so, I think that separates the good from the great, right? The the Brady's, the regimen, the the study of the playbook, the understanding. I understand not only that, but the things you do off the field with his body as far as his diet and his exercise. Yeah. Though that is... Something that he's able to do, and that separates that's why he's one of the greatest. Where, where Cam, love him, trendsetter, difference maker, but is he considered a great and has? And we've seen him, his the way he presents himself, and he does things. Does that transcend the same thing as Brady? No, it doesn't. That means Cam was a good quarterback, in comparison yeah. to the great. I mean, the Mannings did the same thing, the Montanas back in the day, all those great ones, the Marinos, and all, the, all those, the John Elways, they all did the great, they did everything they needed to do. Yeah. On off the field after the games on all the stuff. Cam seems a guy that, you know, he wanted to focus attention on him by wearing the wild clothes, doing all the other extracurricular extra yeah. curricular stuff and doing yeah. all that. And I don't like you said, being pundit, I don't know if that transcended on the off the field, you know, study film, being that leader. Yeah, later, yeah. Well, you, diet, you, yeah four o'clock in the morning. You know, were you were you in the weight room yeah. you may have been <laughs> at six o'clock like you were supposed to. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, I'm sorry, Mr. Brady is there at four o'clock in the morning and and uh, you know, those kinds of things. But yeah. I, I, I'm sure some, something to It'll change. He, he's got leadership around him. So Belichick is, is is no joke. Belichick is do your job. So if he stays uh, with New England, he's gonna have to get it right, or he's gonna find himself. Um,
1: I, I believe yeah. they cut. They cut him. Already. They cut him. Already. I think they cut him already. But I think they're gonna be. Or they they just said they're not gonna resign him. But they may resign him for a cheaper price. You know, if he comes in something yeah. a lot less, they may re- want to resign him. But I just see Cam going. Um, somewhere different and I, I mean and I and I'm gonna but I believe at this point in his career is gonna have to accept the backup role not the starting role I'm not quite you know I think it's gonna be like a Marietta situation be a backup go there and then at the at the situation or the opportunity presents himself, hopefully can come in and do your thing and now going into the next the, the following fall camp it could be a discussion who's gonna be the starter like it will we'll be with Marietta and Carr I think going into this year so
0: so no Vegas because you got Marietta and Marietta and you got Carr there. I, I, we were talking off scene about uh, sending him to Washington. You know, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm an Alex Smith fan too. Look, I, I love the mm-hmm. story and I love the story that he got got toe up and then he had the surgeries and came back was able to play. I, I love that, but again, right now he's down
1: because of the because of the the legs. Yeah, uh, yeah but I like I, I like I was telling you, I believe his leadership and his mentorship yeah. is. In developing the guys they got, the guys they have, is is more valuable than bringing someone like in Cam in to compete for a starting job, because I think they got quarterbacks that are there. They got the you know they got the, the guys that are there. Alex is a mentor. Alex is a guy that can even play. You know if he's if, if the situation presents itself, he can go in the game and play. I think he's on a trajectory to become a coach. Alex Smith will be a coach, I think, someday wow, okay. at the NFL level. I mean, he's been around a lot of coordinators. He shows yeah. he can mentor. He shows he's very humble. He's a very humble guy. Yeah. I mean. And if it, and I recommend anybody, and I'm not been ESPN up, but if they do give me my money, but if anybody gets a chance to watch that documentary on Alex Smith, oh, I, I don't think you guys realize what that man went through
0: yeah. in order to
1: get to back to this situation. Yeah, right. yeah that, that, that's
0: true, man. That was like 17 surgeries or something, and he almost, yeah, not, man. almost lost his leg,
1: almost lost his yeah. leg
0: over that whole over that whole situation. So you know, yeah, major, major props on that whole thing for sure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So well, I mean, I think he's on that on that on that pathway. Um, I think he's just got a lot of great qualities about him that you always would want around your team mm-hmm. any team if it's no matter what sport he has those qualities that you always want around a team and i'm a big alexis fan. i was i was a fan of his when he was in san francisco mm-hmm. i was a fan when he was in kansas city i was I'm, i was a fan when he went to washington i think the guy just he's, he's he caught a bad rap in the beginning of his career because 49ers were going through all those transitions yeah. and he yeah. had to endure all those different coordinators he found his niche with hardball he was able to take that niche and he he was tearing it up in in, in KC too. He got hurt, yep. and then then he was tearing it up in Washington. Till he got hurt. So so the dude the dude can play football. That's that's not and he's a winner. So there's no doubt about that. Uh, I just I, I just believe the man the man's got a lot more. I think he has a lot more of those intangibles to be able to offer team than to bring Cam in. And I think Cam will be more of a a distraction than 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 developing these younger guys getting them ready getting ready to go. That's true. That's true. Let, that, let me interject right
0: quick, because folks watching, yeah, I, I got the TV on, and I know right now there's a Geico commercial, but it's got my game on, right? I'm 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 trying to will the Steelers past these Browns. I'm not sure what's going on. We need to call Coach Tomlin and see what what's really happening, because right now I see the score is 28 to oh 28 to nothing. This, evening, yeah. so I'm having problems with that. But we got the game on for y'all to watch, multitask. You you need to Mister Mr. <laughs> Mister Montel and myself, and watch the game in the background. So it, it's I know what's happening, y'all. It's it's
1: not it's a perfect hey, distraction. As a matter of fact, great segue. Let's ponder into the question I asked you about the Steelers. If they lose this game, which it looks like they're they're going to,
0: why are you hold on? Why are you doing all? Why are
1: you got I that?
0: You you already got I'm, me drinking, right? man. I I wasn't supposed to be the Scots just yet, and now you already it,
1: got the it, It's twenty-eight goose egg right now, going into the second <laughs> quarter, man. And it looks like they might score again. But I'm saying, if they lose this game, do the Steelers bring back Ben? Do they bring back or or Tomlin? Do they bring back either one of them, hmm. or do they cut both the ties with both of them? Wow, uh,
0: man, that's 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 legacy right there, right? Yeah, they got the ring and everything, but uh, I.
1: I love Tomlin. I think he's a great coach, but I believe he's lost. He's lost a. Ever since they went on this losing streak, they went on this losing streak at the end of the season and come in now, yeah. it just seems like there's something that is missing with him being able to connect with the team.
0: Man, you, yeah, you, you, you threw me for a loop on that because because Tomlin is you know when, when when coach speaks, you know you definitely want to be listening, and he speaks with such authority and such such earnest, and um, he's great 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 leader. But you're right. To, to at the end of the season to start off so hot and then come back and lose those four games as as bad as you did, I mm-hmm. I, I so I even question why you would you would sit in and and bring in um and, and bring in um the other other quarterback, mm-hmm. quarterback mm-hmm. Here, right for that game. Um, I think Ben is, is 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 the tail end of his mm-hmm. valuable career in Pittsburgh. I could see him either moving on or something but yeah that, that's that's a hard question to even answer I, I think there has to be some changes for sure uh and they got to start at the top if they don't make it past this round if if this if this continues to go like this tonight tomorrow morning there'll be two stories in the news right there'll, there'll be some in, impeachment stories about 45 and, and we'll yeah. hear that the pittsburgh steelers have made some movements in
1: the in the front office, to be to be honest. Yeah, with. I and I and I, I completely agree. And like I said, I love Mike Tomlin. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, bar, bar none, because he's been able to do some amazing things. When well, not with a lot of talent around him, I, I'll, I'll tell you that straight up. Yeah. But I believe though in the situation the Steelers are in and how good they are, and in, in such a tradition, a tradition with their organization, that there has to be some type of change. And I don't want him to be fired. I really don't want him to be yeah. fired. I don't. But I believe, though, you have to explore that if you want to change the dynamic of your team. You got a lot of young guys. You got Chase. You have Juju there. You have the the running back there from Pittsburgh, the second year. You have some offensive weapons there. The defense is still pretty good. And we're not able to get over the hump. You know, it's your job. If your department's not performing, they don't look at you. They look at your department head and say, okay, you got to go. You're going to go.
0: Yep. Down you know, out.
1: You're gonna go, and then we'll fire all the rest of them behind you. Okay. But the top dog gonna get cut first, and then we are gonna cut the rest of them. That's so true. does does it go to Tomlin first and say, you know what, hey man, it's time for us to move on and move in a, d- a different direction? And, and and I don't know how that's all gonna work. I don't. I really don't, man. Like I said, I, I like Pittsburgh. I think they've always been a competitive team and been great. But at this point, right now, with the the, the debacle they had at the end of the season and tonight's game, where yeah. Yeah, they this were supposed to come in, this, yeah, this you know, now. You know what? What are they do? What is, what is? the Pittsburgh? What are the Pittsburgh Steelers supposed to do? The uh, fans. What are the fans and what are the staff and what's the company? What the organization? Yeah. What is? We, you know, I got
0: my, my I got my terrible top out here. I'm I'm not <laughs> even gonna bring it up because right now it's just not right. I got the I got ESPN and and the headline right now is What in the world? Browns mm-hmm. counts on the Steelers from the jump. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that's where it is right now. And and we got to go and put it y'all in the background. Let yeah. let's bring you back. Let's go back to this question we got here from uh, Shalala Productions. That's what boy Robert right there asking about a final destination for Cam. And, and so you know, we were kind of saying, don't know, right? I mean, it, it's definitely time for him to maybe go into a different role. He's, he's definitely not the same superstar that he was uh, a few years ago. Uh, Doesn't seem to be getting the the grasp of the Bill Belichick, uh, just do your job kind of thing. Just, just hasn't mm-hmm. been able to, to focus on that. So who knows where he's going to go, but it's, it's definitely not going to be uh, I
1: yeah, I don't, so. I don't think he's going to be a starter. No, no it, not right now. And I believe Cam's final. Me personally, I think Cam's best best scenario for him where I would love to see him. Well, I would love to see him as a backup in Atlanta. I would love to see him as a backup in Atlanta. Okay. I think um, I think that would be a great fit. I mean, I know Matt Ryan's fired right now. Yeah. But I believe if Matt Matt goes down, he would be a great insurance for yeah. them. Uh, um, I believe... Somewhere like that will be really ideal for him to land. I don't think there's anywhere he's going to be able to compete for a starting job. The, and to be honest, even the places that need him, I mean, you know, the Jets are going to go get Trevor Lawrence, or you know, and, or he's going to end up in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's not going to make that investment, and in, I don't think in Cam because they want a young guy that's going to be there for the face sure. of the franchise. Sure. Cam is not Cam is not a face of the franchise anymore. He's a guy that's going to be have to become that role player and that quarterback that's, that's there. And like I said, I love to do it. I think. I mean, I'm I'm one of the biggest fans. I thought the dude came in there; he was tearing it up. But yeah. now at this point, now at this point in his career, it's like, where is he able to go and make an and make it make an impact on a team? As a, he there's nowhere. I don't think there's no one in the league going to be a starter. I really don't. Yeah, at this it's, point, it's in his it's career. tough, right? It's just
0: I mean the, the 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 selection is is too great in terms of a high caliber uh minds and arms uh, out
1: yeah. there so at that position so and, and then we got to think of on cam how much money is he how much less money is he willing to take Ooh. to go play
0: soccer? oh he, he will got to get him his money you know he, he all you know him, so
1: hats that he be wearing he, he got yeah. to his money for the <laughs> <out. laughs> so 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 do you th- does denver take a chance on him and, and pay him no they're not there's no i'm not going to invest five million seven million dollars in the quarterback with diminishing skills coming off of shoulder surgery and having a season that he had in new england no. I mean, and that's putting on the GM hat. Like we're speaking now, we're not speaking football. We're speaking business wise. Yeah. Business wise, you don't do it. Yeah. It's just it. Do, it doesn't make sense um, to do that. And I and love the guy's character. Love the dude when his past he was great, but current state today right now, if I'm building a team, I don't add Cam Newton to it. Exactly. I just don't. And I, and it, and, it, and, it, and it hurts my heart because I, again, I don't think he's willing to take that back backup role. True. I don't think I think he wants to come in there and compete for the starting role. And the skills aren't. Yeah. yeah
0: we'll see we'll, we'll, we'll see yeah. he's, uh, he's he's sitting at home right now we'll, we'll, we'll find out
1: i may be wrong that's probably why i'm not a gm in no <laughs> 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 probably go, probably go get up somewhere and be with the super bowl next year for all i know who knows man so so i'm just speaking for yeah. what i think yeah, yeah. that's
0: a good story uh so
1: about 80
0: percent of speaking of super bowl 80 percent of the divisional uh playoffs have already been called uh we still just waiting on on this game behind me to get uh I mean, one hundred percent, big called. <laughs> See, there you go, there you go. So, what, what we got? Let me, let me move on down the line. You 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 start, bro. Uh, so, the Rams are gonna be playing Green Bay on Saturday at one uh, thirty-five p.m. Pacific time on Fox. Mm-hmm. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing the Saints on Sunday at three forty p.m. That's gonna be a good game when you got Breeze and Brady playing. That's that's my CTV right there i, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see aaron Rodgers do his thing because i love the way he passes ball but man I, oh that's saturday okay no, 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 i can i can get those. That's saturday and sunday um mm-hmm. and then on the afc side it's either the Ra- <laughs> it's either the ravens or the steelers gonna play buffalo uh or it's gonna be the ravens or the browns playing kansas city so mm. we'll, we'll see we'll see it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be good though
1: it's gonna be yeah yeah i think you know the 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 cream rises to the top as they say all these teams all these teams deserve to be in there i'm excited i'm really excited to see um the aaron Rodgers, devontae smith going against ramsey Mm. uh on the rams that should be good but it's going to be in green bay so they got that advantage with that cold weather uh you know and let's see what the rams can kind of bring that i like you said must see tv is breeze and brady uh but you know if it comes to anything like they played in the regular season it should be a really really good game yeah and then um ravens versus kansas city i think they. kansas city is too much right now i think with a week off too i think they're too much but i mean you know we got the Lamar jackson what he could do he might change the whole dynamic of the game you never know and then the bills hmm
0: Ooh. you just you don't
1: know josh allen he, he got that but <clears throat>
0: all- he, he'll throw something all the way to the, to
1: him, the, the street him and stefan Man is just doing too yeah. much. Yeah. They just doing too much right now. So I think pl- going to Buffalo and playing is going to be a hard. It's going to be hard for people to win in Buffalo, especially since this weather's changing. Man, this weather's going to going to do some stuff to some of these guys. I think it, you know, change the dynamic games.
0: That's true. That's true. So uh, before we go into college, talk a little bit college. I will answer this. I'm, I'm gonna answer this. I'm, I'm gonna say my Steelers gonna pull it. Gonna, gonna go into the locker room, slap themselves around, and, and, and Coach Tomlin gonna gonna get him. Piece of his mind, and they and they gonna come out and find a way to, 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 to do make, make it competitive. That's all I want. Forty-two, uh-huh. a-
1: fourteen. Game's over, bro. Yeah. That's I'm, it. Gonna call the show, it. I'm calling right
0: show, now. Show is over right now. We, let me go ahead and put the outro <laughs> on. We, we done. See, the, the, the pilot is the last show. We not doing. <laughs> we not doing the no beginning of the show, end. Yeah. Dog. God, dog. Yeah uh all right And next, so next week next time we'll talk about predictions for the big game because it's it's still too early it's, it's still too fluid to, to make a new predictions about the super bowl um yes sir that's gonna be a trip though to, to think about super bowl
1: no one's gonna be there. no one i i don't even know how they play now with nobody in there man i mean i can you imagine these are like these are like scrimmage games but yeah. they count so i i can't
0: Piking in the noise I,
1: yeah, there's not. You can't change it. There's you can't do the fan. The fans is completely different. You can't hear the noise. I mean, you. I've been to a couple of games yeah. this year, not pros but college games, and you can hear the players talking on the sideline and all you. It, it, it's just a real different. It's a different dynamic, you know. And we know that they they're going after the TV money and they entertain us, which I appreciate one hundred percent. Yeah. But I can't imagine being the player playing with no fans. It's like. Yeah, that's, that's just got to be – I've been doing a lot of Niner games,
0: right? And just, just mm-hmm. being in there and, and just the uh, the rumble and just, just the mm-hmm. whole dynamic of it, stomping around uh, either either way, depending on if you're off of the defense. But, yeah, just to have piped-in noise right now and you can't celebrate. It, it's, it, I think that takes a whole aspect out of the game as well, right? So that, that's a mentality, I think, for the players as, as they're trying to mm. – Wrap themselves up for a particular play, for for whatever the case. May be. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't have yeah, someone that, out there, so the, the Lambo leap, right? So your package. Yeah. Who are they jumping to?
1: Nobody <laughs> <laughs> did no Lambo leaps this season. <laughs> well, what's fu- what's funny is funny because, like you said, that energy you drive that energy off of off of, hearing that crowd and hearing that noise and all that good stuff. And I don't even know where they draw their energy from. I mean, X's yeah. and O's are one thing, but I mean, if you have no energy, it's real real hard. No. You, you can turn around, and look your boys just score. So oh, hold, hold on, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you okay. got one in there,
0: <laughs> right, right, before <laughs> halftime. That, that, see, there you go. Their momentum to go into halftime with well, at least you know. now let's at least make the extra point. We got the
1: extra point. All right, so twenty eight seven. Come on, come on, Steve. Yeah. You know, don't so, don't. Let but yeah, down. but I mean that energy. I think I think feed, They're not able to feed off their energy. I think it's and it's something they're having in sports. I mean, I think baseball is probably the only one that can kind of really deal with it and be real effective because. Their game is more slowed down anyway. It's yeah. not a big cheering thing, but basketball and football, you thrive off the crowd yelling, you thrive off the booing, you thrive off of the towels in the air swinging and all those things. That gives you that extra umph when you want to play, and it and it distracts the other teams and them not been able to do that. Man, I'm I'm crazy. And like you said, the Super Bowl is what the biggest event and one of the biggest events in the world oh, will have no fans. Yeah, we have no fans. I mean,
0: and and, and of all sports, right? So you talk about. Basketball, I'm not, I'm not even following basketball right now because that, that so, so last year with COVID and lockdown and that mm. being a bubble, just the, the whole mm. feel of the games was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even realize, when it started, I didn't even realize that the NBA season had started. Yep. But I, yep. I still thought they were playing uh, preseason and, and, and not even that started regular season. So that, that there, there's some things that have happened there. And even so on the NBA side, you know they had a good bubble last year and they didn't have a whole lot of cases with COVID. This season, they having some problems, right? Uh, I was yeah. reading, like, the Sixers had yeah. nine mm-hmm. players out for their last game, and then just just recent game against the Heat, the Celtics has been postponed because folks haven't mm-hmm. been heeding the guidelines and they they messing around and getting put I'm, on.
1: I think let's be let's be realistic with everything. Mm-hmm. These are every team has uh, fifteen recognizable people that are superstars. Period. And you're asking these young men from the ages, from the ages of, let's say, 19 to 33 to say, I'm going to every city, stay inside your room, don't do anything. And I believe the veteran guys will. The guys that are 28 and above, they'll be like, yeah, no, no, I, I, we completely understand. But you get guys that are 26 years old with money like that going to each one of these towns. That already think they're invincible because they're superstar athletes and all this stuff. You're going to get them going to these places and these things, and I don't realize they don't. I don't think they have educated themselves enough to say, "Hey, this stuff can spread anywhere." Yeah, you know, this this stuff can spread like it is, like it is now. I believe what the NBA needs to do is once I, me personally, I think what they should do if they really want to stop these guys from doing it. My my perspective is if you catch it or you're being exposed to it, not only do you have to go down to the G League. Ooh. for 10 for, for 10 days we'll bring somebody from the g League to take your spot that way the games can keep on going oh you
0: talk about some ramifications
1: okay <laughs> why, why 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 not i mean because of this because of the point this is your job and yeah. me and you at our job we get we would get we would we would get in trouble yep. if we didn't follow guidelines right That this is the bottom line if you don't follow guidelines you're either going to get you'll get uh um, um warned about it you'll yeah. get they'll take corrective action and eventually if you keep doing it they will fire you True. why why is that any different from for these guys in the nba you should go down to the G League and play for your for those that, you you get quarantined for 10 days and you have to play in the G League for 10 days and then you can come on back up. And that way it gives some guys some G the experience to play in the NBA. I think it would a win-win for both, but then now we don't have to stop games. Yeah. Because the why is league. a guy in the yeah, why are the guys in G Leagues following the rules, but a guy because you're in the NBA, you're not playing the rules. Now
0: you now you're messing with the
1: with the pocketbooks, right? So now you now you're making them own it, right? So there's, it's, no, it's, but there's <laughs> no but 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 the thing is this is the best year to do it because there's no fans in the stands. So I'm not going to be paying. I'm not paying my two hundred dollars mm-hmm. to come watch you play. I'm that's watching true. you just on TV and that's they're true. getting the TV money regardless. Right. Yeah, I, I, I I truly believe they get the money. So why? Why? Why would we reward guys in the G League to give them an opportunity to come up and play and showcase their talent? And we should be punishing the guys that don't follow rules to go down that's and true. say, hey, you know, what, you go down there and play for 10 days. I know you don't like it, but you're going to ride that bus to Hawkinsall, wherever, New Jersey, and play that little game where they ain't got nobody there <laughs> for 10 days you, then you. Then you'll get a fine appreciation of what it yeah, is like know, to play sleep, here. Sleep in the Holiday Inn <laughs> instead of the <laughs> Embassy Suites. Oh, yeah,
0: yes, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah,
1: yes, yes. so I, I think that should be something they should discuss, and that, that way that would cure that thing. Now, as far as the COVID thing, again, I think you're asking I wouldn't say you're not asking a lot because I'm older and I'm more mature. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't wither away the experience. But again, man, you're asking 26 year olds to 19 yeah. year old guys that that you know are single, want to be out there doing anything thing. They got some money in their pocket. They in every city, every city they know people know who they are. They got social media that knows where they at and all those good things going. They're not gonna follow the rules. They just being they being human. They're being young men. Period. They're being young men. They're being young. Eligible promiscuous men. Period. Let's be out there. They want to be in the club. They want to be party. They want to. They want to show their wealth. They want to. They want to be happy. They what they what they feel is happy. Yeah. I think they could do it smarter, but unfortunately they're not doing it smarter. So I think the NBA needs to get a curb on that more so than anything. I
0: you think know, they, all. They, of, they, I think all the sports. Bro. All yeah, all sports. sports. Yeah, right. All but, sports. Absolutely. But right now, yeah, the NBA is having the most problems with that. Yeah, haven't seen as much later in the season with football. You saw a lot of that at. at Few months ago, when everyone was mm-hmm. still trying to figure out, yeah, how, how do I wear? them? You saw coaches getting fined for not wearing mm-hmm. masks properly. So yeah. You saw a lot of that, but that that seems to have been uh, corrected now. So now we can really tail them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go over to college. Let's go over to college. We got we got something happening tomorrow. We got we got a Get game you. happening tomorrow uh, on the college football side. Shouts out to to, to Alabama and Ohio State. Absolutely. Uh, what, what happened to, to Patrick? have at
1: that bro. <laughs> Clemson, man, I think I think Ohio State was playing this is, man you know you when you play with a chip in your shoulder and you come in it's a whole different ball game again like you said you don't have that crowd or that energy coming in there and I believe Ohio State just had a better game plan than Clemson and without having that energy from the crowd and being and being there and all that stuff yeah. broke Ohio just the Xs and Os was just a lot better than what Clemson had now the one thing, first, I got to shout out to Chris Olave, receiver for Ohio State. That's my man. And then Najee okay. Harris from Antioch, California, the running back for for Alabama. That's the dude too. Love them both, California boys. They both gonna be representing in the championship. Okay. Gotta give them a okay. shout. But I believe. But back to the scheme part, I think Ohio State had a better scheme. Now going into this game, Monday, mm-hmm. Alabama's a whole different beast, man. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm just Coach Saban don't play. Look, Coach Saban recognized
0: that when, when you got greatness in the room and. and he can be yeah. all. i was gonna say he can be calm in interviews, but then, then again, no, he's not calm because he he'll he call you something on camera and I don't care about yeah.
1: is. Well, I mean, the man, the man, the man's legacy and pedigree of coaches that come from him, yeah. and the man's X and O's, and the people he has around him as far as football knowledge is probably second to none at the collegiate level. Yeah. Um. And let's you know, like I said, man, you got whether you like him or hate him, you got to get the man respect. The man wins get, wins football games, and wins. he doesn't he doesn't sell nothing unless unless you're in the championship i don't think i don't think alabama has not been in the playoffs since the playoffs started they've been in there every year
0: i see okay that's a, that's a, that's a good trivia question there maybe someone looked that up for us but i, 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 I wouldn't a, die right i wouldn't yeah. die. i know that they have uh been i i, I wonder what their lowest seed has been because you know mm-hmm. right right now they're they
1: are obviously the first number one yeah they're number one but i mean i think they've been in the playoffs since the playoffs started if i'm not mistaken um but i mean Think about that man. This, this dude has been able to put together these types of teams. Have spend his recruiting money very wisely on getting and, and attracting these top players to come to Alabama, man. I don't know if anybody's been to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but it ain't the most lively place in the world that you want to be. It's the thing is, the only thing there is the school. The school is what, what's going on and the town is pretty good, but I mean, that's not the, the ideal and it, and it amazes me how he's able to out recruit the Michigan's, the USC's, the University of Texas and all these other other schools every year um, and bringing that talent there because you, obviously you're at USC you're in LA you're in Hollywood yeah you, you every, everything's at your beckoning call within the, in the Hollywood rooms and he's able to out recruit he's able to pluck guys from California to come there yeah. like yeah. not here I'm, so so I'm, yeah. that, that that's just an amazing thing and, and, and as far as the game is concerned man I, I'm really looking forward to it I'm really looking forward to see what Ohio State brings to a caliber team like Alabama and then let's—I'm really excited to see what Alabama is going to do to a team like Ohio because, bar none, Clemson gives a, gives Alabama fits every year, whether win, lose, or draw. True. And Ohio made Clemson look horrible. They made they they outclass Clemson in every way you possibly can in the game. They made the high. They made Trevor Lawrence, who's supposed to be the the god of the quarterbacks,
0: yeah.
1: Coming yeah, out of college, like, they made him look very average. <laughs> with the long, yeah, <laughs> you know, they made him classic. look. Yeah, they made him look real, real average. You know what I mean? Very average as a quarterback. So that tells me right now that Ohio State, Ohio State's X's and O's and scheme is on point.
0: Yeah,
1: they're on point. So I think they're going to be on point against Alabama. You know, and let's be honest, man, At the end, of, you know, everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, mm-hmm. so it's man against man. All that, who the the, the powers, the power ratings, and all that goes out the window. And I'm and I'm and I'm assuring you, Ohio State is in a position where we are not afraid of Alabama. Now, no, matter how, no, no matter how no matter good they think they are, or whatever, we're not going to be afraid of them. So we're going to go in this game, and we're going to see if we can go ahead and get down with them. Yeah, I, I believe it's going to be a really competitive game. I think Alabama pulls it off at the end. Yeah. Um, but uh, um. I think that's going to be because of Najee Harris. I think Najee Harris is kind of the X factor for them. Uh, the man, the man, the man. He can he. If Alabama gets the lead, he can carry the load to make, make sure they sustain that lead. Okay. But also on Ohio State side, if they get the lead, their running back ain't no joke either. Dude is a beast. Um, I forgot, his name slips my name right right now, but he is a, a a freaking beast running back. So I'm I'm interested, man. It's going to be a clash of the titans. Uh, whoever wins. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm looking for and I'm, I'm cheering. So I, I always root for underdogs I, and I cheer for the story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, the underdog in this one is Ohio State, but I, I can't do that. I, I can't go against Saban and I can't go against this young brother that won the Heisman, Devonta Smith, right? Yes. This, this young kid, uh, undersized all his life playing sports. But so he's 6'1", 175 wide receiver out there mm-hmm. in Alabama. And he just won the Heisman over Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Over his quarterback Mac Jones, and, and and over the QB for, for Florida, right? So
1: Bush, Florida, mm-hmm.
0: so he he's the first one to win the Heisman as, as a wideout in about a decade. Right, so mm-hmm. that's 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 an amazing feat right there. And I'm just wondering, yeah. watching his acceptance speech when he got the Heisman, the calmness, the fact that he's so poised, the fact that he's so focused on on his job and his task at hand. I don't think it's too big for. Him. I think he's gonna step into the game and actually have a decent game. But I just wonder how Ohio's going to plan for for him, right? I think they're gonna double team him. I think they're gonna be all mm-hmm. over him. They, they're gonna to try to lock him down a little bit because you know, he, he's the spotlight. Smith Smith's Rodgers- gonna be the guy that that that, that, that uh, Mac is gonna be throwing through whatever he can. But again, got all these other weapons, right? Max mm-hmm. got, Mac, got these yeah. other wideouts. Yeah. So it's, it, we're gonna see. But yeah, my my my, uh, my money, I'm not gonna put any money. My money's going to keep
1: yeah. out, yeah. I think with De- Devontae Smith, like you said, I think the young man has an aura. And I told you about that before. I think he has a, a mm-hmm. nice aura about him, a superstar quality aura about him. He's very – he seemed to be very humble um, and very appreciative of everything that's coming his way from from him being young, young all to where he's at right now being successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do think that he's, he's going to have a pretty good game. I think he's going to go on to have a pretty good career in the NFL – I, I I I label him Deshaun Jackson two I think he's he's on that he's on that, that realm because of his size and his quickness. He's a guy that's gonna be play the Deshaun Jackson role, I think in the league, a deep threat they can they can stretch the field. But in this game right here particularly, I think the keys for Ohio State is to make Alabama one dimensional. Right now Alabama's two dimensional. They can either run you to death or they can throw the ball all over you, whichever way they want. Yes, and yes. usually they stretch the field by going deep. If somehow Ohio State can limit that and make them one dimensional Make them only do one thing good. That's gonna take Alabama out of their game plan, and then now we 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 went, we'll, we should have a game on our hands. But 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 let, let's be real. No one's been able to crack the Da Vinci Code yet, so I don't know if they're gonna be able to either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's gonna it ain't like it's gonna be an easy task. It's easier yeah. for me to say that and be yeah. sitting in my chair than for them to kind of execute it and do it. Well, uh, I, I, I'm, we'll I'm personally, pers- yeah, yeah, we're gonna see early. Uh, man, I want Ohio State. I don't even know. I don't matter of fact, I want both to win. Because so I don't really want to see them play because I like both teams so much. And like I, like I said, I, I really favor the yeah. California boys on there. But I'm going to have to go. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna be rooting for Ohio State on this one, to be honest okay. with you. Okay. Um, I, want my man, I want my man from San Diego, Chris Salave. I hope him to, he, you know, his if you like a story, his story is very compelling from his high school thing all the way getting to where he's at and the success he's having. I hope he continues to have that success. And if they don't win, I hope he has a big game. Period. There
0: you, <laughs> there you go. Right. You know, just, yeah, just go yeah. out there and represent. You know, don't don't don't, don't close out the year in the season. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, half
1: yeah. Effort. At least, at least go out there and leave it all out there, right? Exactly. Now. Exactly. But Najee Harris, I hope, and I hope Najee Harris from Antioch has a big game too, man. That brother, so he's that young man, so amazing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's all
0: good. That's awesome. how, how we. Let me see here. Hold on. I, I got to pivot. I got to deviate right quick. Uh, okay, it's it's about halftime
1: yeah yeah, yeah. And, and my score my score gonna be around 42 to 14. i'm telling you that's gonna be the end of the game
0: <laughs> i can't concentrate we're so doing. we're trying to do a show i can't concentrate because my my, my team is just falling apart right now What, what what's on your mind while, while i try to try to get myself back together i mean we Man. can talk about college football nfl we can talk about covid uh uh what, what what's what's from a sports perspective even uh the business of sports, right? Because cause I know you're, you're you're heavily involved in a lot of those aspects.
1: Yeah, I mean, me, I try to just kind of keep my eye on everything. I mean, I'm really excited. Let's let's shift to the NBA. I'm really excited where the NBA is going, even though they have these COVID issues. Um, I was watching a thing where they're talking about expansion. So there's going to be, I think, two more new teams in the NBA come in the near coming f- near future. I'm excited about that because that gives us more cities, more professional sports, more opportunities, more openings. Um, so I'm excited about that, and then also, I mean, um, I'm a, I'm a shift on that one now. I'm a, I'm gonna go back and forth, from a zigzag. I'm gonna shift back on NFL, and let's talk about the coaches. You know, the new coaching things that are there, and I want I, I I would like to have a hard discussion why Eric enemy is not being considered for every opening job that okay. yeah yeah in, in the in the in the in the, NFL. in the NFL. I mean, his 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 record and his resume is probably impeccable, second to none. Of the coaches that are out available out there, they want to talk about Urban Meyer and all that stuff. And Urban Meyer was a great college coach, but he's unproven in the NFL. Eric Bieniemy has been a a valiant offensive coordinator for every team he's went to. He's proven to be a winner at every team he's went to. And the fact that they want to throw Urban Meyer's name in there as being the guy that's going to take over is kind of disheartening as a fan. Um, as an African American man, that, yeah. that we haven't get, we're not getting those opportunities. No, as a matter of fact, we a lot of them being taken away because some of you know, like San Diego's coach was fired. So that's one less African American yeah. head coach to descend in the helm. I'm, 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 I'm I'm, I'm, bugging. I don't understand where, where, where they, where they're going with this stuff about as far as giving more opportunities to these coaches to be able to coach. Yeah. You know, and I, and I don't, That's what transits into – Let me let me finish. That's what transitions yeah. into the college realm too. I mean, how can we have all these colleges? But there's no African American. There's not. There's very few African American coaches in the college round. There's coordinators and there's all that. But there's very few mm-hmm. head coaches in the college run, especially in the Division One world. But but you know what was funny is we usually make up anywhere from 60 to 80 percent of the team of African American yes, players. Exactly. Yes. You know so why why are, we're not getting opportunities there either. And I, I don't. I can't speak for other states, but then even in the state of California, we have the same issue. At the high school level, we don't have a lot of African American head coaches at the high school level. And, no matter where you, and, go, and you and go, it's not
0: that they're, they're not out there, right? I mean, they're there. They're at varying levels, like you say, and they're at coordinator levels. They're, at, they're at, yeah. uh, athletic trainers or whatever the case may be. They got the skill. But yes. I, I always think about when you when I, when I talk to you about some of that stuff, I always think about the coach for the Miami Heat. Uh,
1: oh, uh, um, Holster. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. He started in the film room, mm-hmm.
0: right? And now, you know, for a while, he's been the head coach for for the Heat and took him to the championship and all that with with LeBron. But but again, so someone like that can go from the film room. We we, we got some of us that are that are out there on the field doing all of the X's and O's as well.
1: Let us get in that interview room. But but what's funny about so basketball is a little bit more progressive than football. I and I hate and I hate to say it because I love football to death. It's mm-hmm. my, you know my sport. Well, basketball has been progressive no matter what, even at every level. They've always implemented and went beyond and above. In at the professional levels, uh they're they're they uh uh Silverman is a great, great mm-hmm. they're, they're a guy. He's a great guy. He's always on the budding edge of whatever's going on in, in the society. He's always supporting his players, he's always doing the things they do, and it translates into his game. The game of the NBA. That's why it's grown to be one of the biggest sports in the world. They're very progressive. Football is not. It seems like we're stagnant and, we're, and they're stuck in the good old boy mm. realm um, um, from that. And it goes, like I said, it goes from high school. It goes from all the way to high school, all the way to pros. The, we can be everything you want us to be except for in charge.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's an interesting point that you make. And, so, and you're still doing some things behind the scenes to kind of oh. bring more light to that, right? And I, I think that's a good segue in terms yeah. of what you're doing with NBA sports. Talk, talk a little bit about what, what you're doing just to, again, bring – not just having these discussions offline, but just what, what are you doing also in your community and the, folk, and the folks that you work with? I know you work with yeah. athletes and you work with uh, a lot of schools as well with the uh, sports.net. Mm-hmm. Sports. Talk about that. Bro.
1: Yeah. So me, I'm, I'm more, I'm more, I'm trying to be an advocate definitely to bring division two football back to the state of California at the, at the, at the state college level. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, very important to have that mechanism to attract minority men to colleges. In order for them to be become professionals, not professional players or NFL players, but to become professionals in this world, um, I think there's always mechanisms to attract every other per- every other race and every other every other person in there. And football is just one of the main things that go for us. Now we have it at the Division One level very high. We have it at the you know the USC's UCLA's what everyone hears about. We have it at the Division one AA level, which is the Cal Polis and UC Davis, which are really expensive private schools to go to. And the only one we have a Sac State, which is Division one double which is very impacted. You know what I mean? And what I mean by impacted, a lot of people apply there. Yeah. They recruit regionally, so there's not a lot of spots. I want to bring it back to the Humboldt states, the Chico states, the Sonoma states, Cal State Dominguez, uh, um, San Marcos, and all the football should be at those schools because now more. Men of color will go to those schools. It'll do a couple of things. It will not only have them play football. It will give them the mechanism to want them to go to those schools, the mechanism for them to be retained in their schools, and the mechanism for them to graduate in their schools. Plus, it includes it it, it. it it increases the schools' diversity, which we all know. If you have a lot more diversity and inclusion, it creates innovation. Period. That's that's a no brainer. Um, so. I'm 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 fighting to bring that back to the state of California. I'm not I don't know what goes on in other states. I don't live in other states, but I live here, and I know that was a mechanism that drove me to go to Humboldt State. It drew me to stay in Humboldt State and drew me to graduate. Also, all of my friends and now we look twenty years later. Me and all my friends were very successful. You know, we got got guys that are owning businesses or their they their executives or analysts in businesses. Those are the professions we should become. We should be inspired to go to these schools, be attracted to go there. And then now we can we can go work in these firms in the finance department work in these firms as accounting work as directors in movies working working agricultural and develop things in science and all that stuff but football is that mechanism that draws us there and when you cut off that mechanism to attract them and they don't go now we have and you know in our communities we have a lot less educated men in our community of color that would have went if they were football or though the alternatives from them have to go way far out of state to play football and they lose that family support set mechanism. They have to go out of state and people are not there to support them while they go through the transition of being an adult, which we know in college is what you do. You become a transition from being a young man to an adult. So though that's like my biggest man, that's been my baby I'm trying to work on. I'm still trying to get off the ground. I'm still trying to spread the word. I'm trill- still trying to grab people's ear so they can hear that message so they can get behind me and support it. Now I know the state of California is in a financial disarray and that costs money, but I also know the school, state schools get money for based on their enrollment. So my question is, why would you cut 120 men that would positively enroll in your school if they bring money to your school? If you're gonna cut, why don't you cut something else? Cut the art department. They ain't bringing no money to the oh, school. Oh, what's that? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> but if you're gonna cut something, cut. Go, go, go. go cut physics. They not. I mean, if you're gonna cut things, if you're saying it's a budget issue or an expense issue. Then you should cut it all the way. You should trim all the fat everywhere. You just don't trim it in that one area because you feel that's the easiest one to trim. Um, and I also think the mindset from expense needs to be invest. When you have a football program and you're bringing these minorities in your school, you're investing into your school. You're investing into these people being progressive. You're investing into their wealth, their 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 family wealth, their their, their you know their legacy wealth. You're investing in all that when you have the have football and have these young men there. I know it's just football and the sports, and you said that's not something that people have to. It's not that you need to have to go to college, but I believe that is a true mechanism to attract. Jacksonville's doing it the greatest. Look at Deion Sanders. Hey, yeah. I'm the voice of here. I'm attracting guys here. My Jackson State is synonymous right now with Grambling State as far as a notoriety point. When, when we ever thought that would be? That's no good, one. Man. We never heard. of G- – if you said HBCU, you would say Grambling, Southern, Clark and Atlanta. You would say one of those. You would never say Jackson State. Now, yeah, Jackson State is mentioned in that conversation, and what that does, that draws out-of-state tuition because people want to go there. That draws up enrollment. That means the state of Mississippi is going to give Jackson State money for every student that goes to their school.
0: I'm glad you, you went into detail on that, right? Because I know mm-hmm. we talked about that at one time on the athlete uh, show that we did on ICN Live, and... Mm-hmm. I still have the action matter, Mike, right? I think what, what I want to do is to continue to help drive that message. I think this is going to be the forum to drive yep. more of that message around uh, the economics of sports and mm-hmm. the, the value of sport. Right? I mean, that, that's a, a good debate conversation to have, right? Because you start talking about what in terms of a curriculum needs to be trimmed, adjusted, cut, whatever it can yep. be. Someone sitting in an old
1: administrative room is going to have to make
0: that decision. and.
1: Hey, hey, hey. And to add on that, James, yeah. it should be, at the state level for Division II, I'm preaching it should be non-scholarship as of right now. And, I, and why I say non-scholarship in state schools is because, one, people will still go. If you qualify for Pell and you qualify for Cal Grant A or B, yeah. it covers just about 80% of your, your, your tuition right there on point. You know, So if you get $5,000 for, 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 for Pell, yeah. you get another couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars for Cal Grant A and B. That's already half your net. If if, if it cuts to sixteen thousand, you've already got half of that there. Okay. You, you couple you couple that with yeah. you know a couple of grants that are with it, that are already given throughout every school. Yeah. They can they can give to every football person. That covers at least sixty to eighty percent of your cost already at the school. So right. if it's if it's non-scholarship, that way we don't we don't interfere with the Title IX. We have to, if you bring football back. We're not battling the Title IX issue. We're battling hey we have that we still have this mechanism to attract men of color to come to our school. And what I mean by men of color, I'm not just saying black. I'm saying brown, which means Latino, Polynesian, Filipino, mm-hmm. so on and so on down the line. We want to be able to bring all those mechanisms to a university to be able to play sports that attracts them. And you know let's 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 be able to have that kind of dynamic because. In your community, at the end of the day, you don't want the cutoff to be you. as yeah. the only, you know, only African-American man. Or if you're someplace football, there's nowhere for him to go or no for him to continue to, put, to play yes, after, exactly. after he graduates from high school. So and that's see, it, man. No, the fact that you've
0: done that research, right? Because those are going to be the hard questions that are going to be asked of someone mm-hmm. like you bringing up this type of a of a conversation when we get in that room. Yeah. Right? And, and you've mm-hmm. done that research. So, again, we're going to continue to, to have – that conversation I'm gonna do my due diligence and, and work with you to help to bring those folks probably to this forum. Folks yep. watching, folks listening, uh, if they've got any resources in not just California, we just talking about California because we know California, but if there's folks that are in, in other states and whatever who have some connections within the educational system, the collegiate within the high school, that type of thing, let, let's have that dialogue, let's have that conversation. And, and mm-hmm. reach out to us so we so we can bring you on the show and have that conversation. We like to have those awkward, hard conversations because at the end of the day, that's 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 the only way that we're gonna make any change, right? Yes, sir. To change. So, uh, I like that. You, you took a you, man. Hold on. You took <laughs> us down, down, down. We, we got a little. We, we got a little, little, little righteous there with some conversations and we We, oh. we didn't. We didn't, get, we didn't get political, which we could have, but we were thinking about it. But we'll, maybe we'll say that because. But I, I do like the fact that we. That's the kind of conversation that we want to have on this show, though, right? We we want to yeah. talk real. Yeah, we could talk sports and in, in terms of score, mm-hmm. injury reports, and we can, we can talk about uh, you know who can throw the ball the fastest and the hardest and the, and the longest. But let's talk about what it, what really matters to uh, the athlete, the fan, uh, everyone participating from from all aspects of it, because it yeah. sports really does touch society as a whole.
1: I truly believe we need. Yeah, it needs to be the 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 shift needs to be to educate in community, and then you yeah. know us sports we, we learn sports on top of it as the frosting. You know our cake yeah. is community, you know and, and all that stuff, and then we layer the sports as the frosting to kind of bring everything together. I, I truly believe that the, the there's so many dynamics that are there that can provide these avenues, um um, to make all of us successful. Yeah. You know, I think I think sports sports is that breeding ground where. we're we're taught so many life skills that's unbelievable within our realm of sports. But once you start cutting off those mechanisms, man, you know, now, now you, you're leaving one, you're isolating one group out. And then now we're in a whole different realm. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to having these conversations. I want to have the awkward conversations. I want to see it through somebody else's lens. Yeah. I want somebody to tell me them wrong so we can dispute it and we can come to a mutual agreement either to disagree. But I really love to have those awkward conversations with whoever was willing to have it. Because
0: having those conversations ahead of time are is the right way to do that. Mm. that that prevents us from having issues like have happened uh, this past week uh, yeah. on, on the East Coast at, at a building where some things should not have happened. <laughs> and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be very vague, and I'll leave it at that, right? So it's, yes, if, if, if grown folks would actually sit around and talk and, and understand that, yeah, there are gonna be some differences, There is there should be some, some constructive debate, but do it the right way as opposed to inciting uh, violence instead of inciting uh, Fear, fear and terror, yeah. yeah. Fear, terror, right. negative behavior, things like that. Did not you didn't go over the line. But I, I think in, in anything we want to have constructive conversations so we can actually
1: drive positive change.
0: Brother Mattel, how do you think we did, man? This was this was the pilot. We we do okay?
1: I'm I'm loving it, man. I love and loving to be able to discuss, you know, all avenues of sports with my man, you know, representing both into California. You northern, know I'm southern. we have been able to, you know, take our perspectives on both. Uh, and give it to the world. And like I said, I hope more people chime in. And I, like I said, I like having those conversations, the, yeah. the, the uncomfortable things, even if it's just disagreement in sports. Just have those conversations with people because, you know, you're going to show me something that I wasn't probably originally looking at. And hopefully I can show you something that you were looking at. Yes. And then then the, the, at the very least, we got knowledge.
0: Yes. Look, I never want to be. I'm not the smartest person in the room at all. I never want to. If I am, then I'm in the wrong room. Yep. All right. All right. I, I, I'm Absolute. always trying to soak it up, so uh, I think folks watching, folks that are going to be listening as well to the podcast, this is how we're going to come every Sunday, 6 uh, o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're just going to come chop it up. We're going to talk about the week, weekly events from a sporting perspective, so next week we're going to talk about how uh, either Ohio State or how Alabama beat up on themselves, on each other going to hopefully talk about my Steelers winning this game and we, 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 we're going to talk about what what's next from the divisional playoffs perspective obviously for, for, for football uh what we're going to talk about we, we, we're going to talk about see uh what's, what's going on with this covid lockdown in, in, in the nba because they have a surprise with that but you know i think we need to just we're gonna open it up too so man hey Olympics, hockey soccer all everything is out there and it's relevant we're going to find a way to bring that into the community and then also talk about not just what's on the again not just what's on the field or the pitch or the diamond but how that relates to community how that relates to society and how that relates to kind of positive outcomes for everybody involved
1: absolutely I couldn't have said it better myself, my man. I wrote wrote it down,
0: so so (laughs) I
1: I I, I did that that wasn't just off the
0: dome. I did I did write it down ahead of time.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So you you got a little bit on there, but I was about to say, man, that's that was cold right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm I'm over here looking at my Evernote notes. You know, you got Evernote for keeping me on on point on time.
1: I hear you, yeah, bro. Be good to yourself.
0: Thank you for this time. Thank you for this event. I think we did a great job. Uh, we will continue to do this again, folks. If, hey, Hit us up with any ideas, any suggestions, format, questions about how we should do this. Again, every time, folks, I'm going to put the link up there, and we're going to have the opportunity for anyone who feels brave enough to, to join us on camera to, to chop it up with us. Let's get it in. So that being said, Brother Montel, have a good night. Take care of yourself. Take care of the family. And I'll, I'll let you next week, yep. brother. S- salute. All right.